Welcome back to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast. I'm your host, Jalen Bowden, and we are so excited that you're here with us today. It's a new month, which means that we're also diving into a brand new theme. And you know, we're particularly excited about this month because we're going to be sharing some clips that come straight from our Life Question series on BrilliantTV.com. This is actually one of my favorite series because it's all about learning how to ask God brilliant questions. And we get to learn from some of the most powerful questions of spirituality that Graham has been using to mentor people for over 40 years. And hey, if you've been following along with us for any length of time, I'm sure you know by now that these episodes are always power-packed with beautiful truths about the nature of God. And that's exactly why we're here. We're journeying together to understand what God is really, truly like. Because there are so many of us out there who believe that God is annoyed or weary of traveling with us. But here at Team Brilliant, we want you to know once and for all that that is not how God walks with us. And if that is what has seemed true to you in your life circumstances, then we want to invite you to hear this astonishing truth. God loves you because he loves you, because he loves you, because he loves you, because that is what he's really like. With that lens, let's dive into today's teaching as Graham asks the question, Jesus, how are you seeing my current situation? I have some situations in uh, 1985. I was learning to live by faith, which honestly I think I was living and dying by faith in equal measure. I had overheads, I had an office, I had a secretary, I had myself, I had other expenses. And we were in this place where we were, we were experiencing too much month and not enough money. Now I know you know what that looks like. And so I'm in this place of difficulty. I've got bills to pay, I'm coming up to payroll, and I'm frazzled, I'm uh, stressed, and honestly, I'm angry that with all my work I'm doing and, and, and I'm serving the Lord and I can't pay my bills. What am I doing when I'm doing that? I'm reacting, I'm not responding. So unless we get that whole rejoicing and thanksgiving down, um, stress is going to travel with you. So you have to make a determination, what do I really want? Do I, if I want presence, I have to respond to him. If I want stress, I can just react against my circumstances. And when I bring myself to a place of rejoicing, I become restful enough to hear his voice. And this is what I heard. Graham, do you believe my heart for you? Well... Yes. Do you believe I'm with you? Yes. Do you believe I can see what you see? Yeah. Would you like to know what I'm seeing right now? Uh, Yeah. Honestly, this is the first time that I'm thinking he's seeing something different than I'm seeing. Here's me saying, you know, see what I'm seeing. And he's saying, yeah, well, I could see that, but how about you see what I'm seeing? 
This is the first time I had that kind of experience with the Lord. And so I said, yeah, I would love to see what you see. And this is what he showed me in this vision. In this vision, I was in these huge offices. I had dozens of employees. I had a much bigger budget. There's so much more going on than was in my life currently. And, and yet I was relaxed. I was happy. I was laughing. Totally restful. And so when I, I looked at that, my first thought was, what's, what's that got to do with this? And then I realized that he saw me beyond my current circumstances. It was the first time I saw my present circumstances linked to ongoing growth. In other words, what I'm learning now is a foundation for a life to come. And so the important thing for me at this point was, if I was going to learn that effectively, I had to unlearn that my current circumstances were the big thing. Because in the eyes of God, my current circumstances were a link to something bigger. In other words, what I'm learning now is actually going to cause me to grow up into Christ in a completely different way. And as I began to think about that, I realized that the real lesson I'm learning is that if I'm in Christ, so are all my circumstances. So presence is vital because I have to put my circumstances in the presence of God too. And this is where we partner with the Lord. So I'm learning these things, response, reaction, putting my circumstances in the presence of God. Who is God for me? And what was happening with me over a period of days was that I was learning how to engage with the Holy Spirit so that what we see together awakens me to faith. You know, without faith it's impossible to please God. Now, here's the thing in the situation. Initially, nothing changed in my circumstances. But a lot was changing in me. And I was realizing, I was getting a crash course in how to walk with God regardless of what was going on. And I was understanding that I need to learn in the presence of God rather than learn in my situational context. And I'm learning how to trust. And trust is the absence of worry. So what happened eventually? A few weeks later, we were right on the edge. We had like about two or three days to make payroll. But there was this guy in the U.S. who was a gambler, and his wife was a believer, but he was going down to Vegas to gamble. And so he's in the truck driving down, and his wife had put one of my cassette tapes <laughs> into his truck. And so he's looking for some music, and he presses the button, and he gets me instead. Suddenly the presence of God is in the truck with him. And he pulls over, and he's crying. And for the first time ever, 
he really has an encounter with the Lord. And so he turns his truck around, goes home, walks into his house. His wife says, what on earth has happened? He said, I've just had an encounter with God. And what he did was, you know, he was just so grateful to the Lord that the money he was going to allocate to his gambling, he sent it to me instead. And it was $35,000 in 1985. I don't know what that would mean today. But the funny thing was, was it took a while to get to the UK. And when we trace back the dates that he sent it, it was about the time that I had been rejoicing and so on. You know? So the number one rule of walking with the Lord, I think, is we always connect our life situation, whatever problem, difficulty, circumstance we're facing, always connect it to the nature of God first. Because you need to know who he's going to be for you. Moses put it this way in Deuteronomy 31, verses 6 to 8. He said, The Lord your God is the one who goes with you, and he will not fail you, and neither will he forsake you. Jesus put it this way in Matthew 28, 20. He said, I am with you always, even till the end of the world. So presence is everything. You need to understand who God wants to be for you, you need to understand what God is really like in himself, uh, the unchangingness of God, because that's what you're going to call up in your inner man. You're going to call up the presence that is within. And the best way of doing that is with thanksgiving and rejoicing. One key here. Sometimes you won't feel like giving thanks or um, getting into rejoicing. What you need to understand here is that is an act of the will. There's no emotion attached. Your will is cold-blooded. It can make that kind of decision. So you don't need to feel something. You don't need to feel up. You don't need to get yourself up. You don't need to manufacture anything. You just need to let your will go and say, I will give thanks. I will rejoice. And it sounds like this. <clears throat> Father, I thank you that you are with me. It's an absolute given that you will never leave me. You will never forsake me. You're always going before me. You're always walking with me. You are constantly with me, always. And so I rejoice in your presence. I rejoice that you're here. Even if I can't feel your presence, you said you'd be here. That's good enough. You are here, and I expect to experience you and your nature in these situations, in this circumstance. And what that really does is it makes Jesus more real than the situation you're facing. It creates a unity. It creates a oneness of heart and purpose. And that whole process is called alignment. You coming into line with who God is. And when you're lined up in that way, you can begin to partner with him and you can begin to hear his voice. <laughs>